listening to Chad Prevost coming live to you right here. Dooner, it is so good to be here with you on National Donut Day. Whoa, and I saw we had some Dunkin' Donuts upstairs. I don't know if you know this, but they are a Boston brand. I always tell you, everything revolves around the hub, except for, uh, I don't know, the refs in the Bruins game the other night where they got screwed by the Blues. I don't know if you saw that, but it was it was a rowdy night. I did not see that, but I did see Rafael Nadal beat Roger Federer this very day. Oh, yeah. That's that's your thing. I like guys on ice. You like guys on clay. <laughs> well, what's up, all you freight alley cats? It's our weekend edition of uh, What the Truck, right? We are yeah. on the back hall. Little trivia question for you. Do you know when the first Dunkin' Donuts arrived in Alabama? Yeah. Wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> oh, I should remember my own trivia question. Wasn't it 20? Was it 2012? Uh, that's the year I'm the world ended, right? Remember when the when I, the rapture was going to happen? Uh, that's right. It was 2012. <laughs> that the rapture it? was going to happen. You know, it might have happened, and you know, we're just um, in another uh, planet right now, coming to you in through your speakers, and uh, you know, for the backhaul edition here. Hopefully, you're enjoying this uh, on your weekend, doing something. Maybe you're water skiing. Maybe you're, you know, uh, you're doing water a little skiing. hot yoga. Uh, whatever you do while you listen to maybe grocery shopping. I, I have a question for you, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I was reading. We have a new intern here. I, I forget the guy's name, but I always read what the people write that they do, and he put one of his hobbies as water sports. What is water sports? <laughs> <laughs> like water polo? Uh, I think it's like synchronized swimming. swimming. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll have to, we'll have to take him out to the Tennessee River. I think, yeah, it's probably paddle boarding, right? It could be surfing. I mean, if you're in the Cool Kids Club. Uh, you know, well, man, we, we, we knee, have knee boarding, wake boarding. All right. Well, it All seems right. like you're just making things up at this point, <laughs> but we, you know, it's not made up. We have, none of this is fake news, right? We have some headlines to get to, don't we? U.S. job growth cools as new job growth drastically misses expectations, Dooner. So according to Bloomberg, the Ooh. estimates were that there were going to be 175,000 new jobs huh. that were going to be added this past month. Only 75,000 were. Ooh. And what, if, what some of it, like in manufacturing, growth slowed to 3,000 jobs. Now, that was actually, as forecast, construction employment expanded by 4,000 down from that prior month, oh. you know, uh, yeah, and professional and business services, they added 33,000, but that was about half of the month's previous number. And also, retail jobs fell by 7,600 for a fourth straight drop, while transportation and warehousing and non-durable goods, they also slipped. Well, dear Lord, what does it all mean? What is, is this another indicator of the trade market or some of these things falling? Because, like, yeah. you know, we talk about construction, right? And, and that seems to be a reflexive market with truck drivers. That always seems to pull into the, the capacity of human capital that can be behind the wheels because the, the two are in competition with one another. But I don't know. I mean, I look around Chattanooga. They're building stuff all over the place down here. Well, according to some of our data, as a matter of fact, uh, hiring and jobs in transportation have clearly stalled. Yeah. They've been growing for years. If you look at the trajectories on the sonar charts, they've yeah. been going up and up and up. It's a bit. It's a, It's like a. It's it's like a 
I don't know. It's like, like a, a mountain. It's like, a mountain. like a mountain that goes it's up. A, it's a big hill. Well, there's a top to a and, mountain, right? And, yeah, and the, the mountain has, mm. it, it, you're on a plateau. You know, yeah. like when you start getting jacked at the gym and, yeah, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're lifting more weights. And well, so you do progressive lifts. And, and suddenly you're, next, yeah, so you're, you're, going, you're going 275. I'm sure you're going 315. What? But then you plateau and suddenly you can't bench yeah. press at 315. Oh. Or that's all you can do. Trump heads home from Europe. Well, uh, White House officials. So he's coming back. He's coming back to the States. They're gearing up for this June 10th deadline on the Mexican tariffs. ABC News, her uh, Trish Turner, she tells us, start here today, that Congress is standing by to terminate whatever it is that President Trump tries to do. And that includes Senate Republicans, some of his top allies on the Hill. So it looks like maybe these tariffs are a no-go or what's going to happen? Is there a different story every day? Story of our lives. Yeah, I mean, if you, like, follow a tweet for your, you know, like, economic, you know, policies, uh, things might be volatile from time to time. Uh, So, yeah, I I don't know. He's he's coming back, and uh, they they, they celebrated, uh, you know, the uh, this has been the... What what was this the D Day invasion? Yeah, D Day. Uh, they, they celebrated that this um, this week, and and now he's he's coming back from that. I, I hear that the Europeans were kind of a little indifferent. Well, I mean, in England they were they were they were using their English sense of humor. They were weaponized with uh, English sense of humor. On I think I even saw Mister Bean wandering around there, driving around a, a rotary, causing a tornadoes. Well, we'll see what uh, he's back to. Analysis shows. Owner operators benefiting from Trump tax cuts. Uh, this is an interesting survey that the ATBS did. I'm not surprised. You know, they they uh, they found that owner operators their salaries from 2017 to 2018 it went up from 43,000 to 52,000. It's a 21 percent jump uh, during the booming year that was 2018. Yeah. During the same period as well, more good news for owner operators. The, the average owner operator's actual tax liability increased only 12.6% from about 8,000 to about 9,000. And the overall effective tax rates for the owner operators in the survey dropped 19% from, uh, in 2017 from 2018, which is a little bit of a reduction. So they're clearly seeing some benefits from the tax cuts and what was the capacity crunch last year. Yeah, I mean, the, and the more you, uh, the more you get paid, the more you get taxed. I, I guess this is good news with these, with the, with the, with our industry being hit. What we're saying here, so we're kind of seeing a timeline of three things, aren't we? We're seeing this job growth thing going on. We're seeing these taxes, hopefully, maybe offsetting some of of these losses. Then we're seeing this this tariff concern. It seems like the market, though, I've been following it lately, is corrected. A little bit. It seems like the market analysts are like, oh, Trump's just going to get shut down anyway. So I guess we'll see what happens there, right? I was yeah. reading, you know, I was reading on Rate Per Mile Masters to, to sort of get their insight because I don't drive a truck. So it's curious to see what these guys who actually, because you read these articles, right? But how many people actually drive a truck and are benefiting from these cuts? It seemed like the opinion of most people there were saying, hey, FreightWaves got it right with their story. And we have uh, seen more money in our pocket from these cuts. So I guess that's a... Uh, that's a positive, right? Yes, good study. Uh, you know what's not a positive, though? Do you, uh, do you have, like, a Pinterest account? Do you make a lot of, like, mason jar crafts and stuff? Oh, yes. You know, I really like making slime. That um, scented slime. Oh, do you slime. really? Oh, it's so With, fun. Like, do you do a contact lens solution and, like, some Elmer's glue? Uh, I've yeah, seen yeah, that yeah, recipe. A little shaving cream. Oh, shaving yeah, cream. Yeah, some... Um, and glitter. No, I don't do it, but my daughter does. Oh, okay. And some food yeah. coloring and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, do you order the stuff for that online? or Because if you go to a store, if you go to Michael's... Michael's. Yeah, it's another brick and mortar that is suffering by their slow pace to adopt tech. 
You know, we hear this way too often, Chad. Michael's sales are down 2.9%, and their stock, though, is down 12%. But amazingly, listen to this. Their former CEO claims that e-commerce is NBD because, you know, people like to come into the store and they like to touch and feel the products. I remember being in the music industry and having people say the same thing. They want to go and hunt and gather. Well, for one thing, that may explain why he's the former CEO, right? Oh, that hurts. Yeah, I guess so. Yep, you got to catch up with the times you don't want to go down the road that Toys R Us went or Sears. Yeah. Uber will launch Uber Copter. This is kind of cool. They're an air service. They're going to take passengers between. They're going to start it up. In Manhattan, no shocker there, they're going to be able to fly uh, people uh, from this very, you know, congested lane between Manhattan and the Kennedy International Airport. The average ride will last about eight minutes, cost about from, they estimate, 200 to $225 per person, which, you know, I don't know. That's about twice as much as a, a taxi cab drive, maybe, from in, in those areas. So it's, um, you know, the CEO said it's a trip so many travelers make in a day, and yeah. it's an opportunity to save a huge amount of time, if not mm. money, on it. So uh, it's going to be interesting, and if it's successful, the company's going to roll out their service to other cities. Well, I, I guess so. You know, I, that's that's uh, that seems like a one percenter problem uh, for me. I don't think I can afford a helicopter, and I'm definitely afraid of them. Them and hot air balloons. I think I've mentioned oh. that before. Here's a great one. I don't know if you guys read this, but Linda Baker has that morning pickup on our site, and here's a little trivia. You and I love that. It says, "Did you know during the first quarter of 2019?" There were a total of, and get this, yeah. 144 cargo thefts in the U.S., which, is that a lot or a little? I'm not sure. It is because it represents 25% increase in cargo theft volume. Well, so the average loss was 116, almost 117,000. For and, instance. Uh, yeah, it's a 1% increase in theft value. So even there's even, like, inflationary value in the theft <laughs> In the theft market, do you any, do you know anyone you can sell like a hot iPad to? Because I'm you know I, something fell off a truck. No, but we do like talk about the cargo theft issue a good bit on freight waves. In spite of our best efforts, it seems to still be going up. Yeah, well, you know what goes up and down? Earnings over under. But first, Chad, we've got to pay the bills. Triumph Pay is the leading carrier payment platform in transportation. With over 50,000 carriers paid, Triumph Pay helps to drive capacity, efficiency, and cash flow for brokers and shippers. Visit TriumphPay.com to learn more. And now it's time for... Five, count of five, five good minutes. And now we are on for five good minutes with Kate Juliao. VP of Operations at Triumph Pay. Kate, welcome to the show. Oh, hold on a second. That's not her only nomenclature, and she is also (laughs) the Transparency 19 People's Choice Award Award winner. Champion. You two are hilarious. Thanks so much for having me back. Yeah, well, speaking of transparency. Fantastic. Speaking of transparency, how did you enjoy T19? How was transparency? I absolutely love transparency and we are still talking about it. It's been so fun just following even Gary Vaynerchuk on his Instagram posts and his LinkedIn page and going over with the team, what Brad Jacobs got to speak about. And then of course, just going back to some of the videos that we documented at the barbecue with the Freight Waves team, you know, chanting out, try and pay. It was super exciting for us. And then getting to see, you know, Melissa and Jordan just really rock it out on that demo. It was so exciting to see them up there, you know, showing us, showing everybody what the mobile app is going to have to offer. And then winning best of show on the second day. Oh, yeah. We really oh, yeah. had a great time. 
You got something in the mail too, didn't you? I did get something in the mail. And let me tell you, that was my favorite part. I'm so excited. I have my little What the Truck T19 People's Champ Cowbell Award. And I will tell you, I display it with pride on my desk. And I can also tell you that lots of people like to play with it. So it's a really Not exciting surprising. to kind of have a little award table going on over here in Triumph Pay. That's fantastic. Well, Kate, tell us what's new with Triumph Pay. Well, the biggest news that you guys got to see at Transparency 19 is we are 100% preparing for the launch of our app. We're so excited about it. It's coming out in phases in July. And just what it has to offer both the brokers and the carriers is just super exciting. And we've gotten a lot of broker feedback and carrier experience with what it's going to be able to do for them. Just the simple things like the ability to upload paperwork or even do, you know, on the spot approvals for the broker side and just the reporting enhancements that's going to be on there has just been so beneficial for both the brokers and the carriers. Kate, to see. I, so that's know, what we're super excited about. Kate, we're so glad you mentioned the brokers and the carriers because we're going to have to go serious for a minute here. One thing we've been hearing mm-hmm. is our freight volumes down. There might be this freight recession. There's sort of a debate if it's going from the contract market to the spot market, you know, and, and we've been looking deep into it and looking at our data. But on your end, you guys do the billing and the invoices. Have you noticed anything on your end that would show a decline in, in freight volumes or invoice volumes or anything of that effect? You know, um, going back, if you go all the way back to 2017, I mean, that was a huge year um, in the transportation industry with, you know, companies pushing out their products. But, you know, at the end of last year, we also saw a strong push of shipping products, um, you know, ahead of the tariffs that was, you know, going prior to January 1st. And our opinion there is that these products got stored stateside. And now we're going to start seeing the really strong delivery to get that freight out to the market. And on our side at Try and Pay, we're still seeing a lot of payments. And we haven't seen really a reduction in the average invoice size. But again, in our opinion, if you do see that, we just attribute that to the loosening capacity and not the tariff. Oh, interesting. Very. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, so it must be just the tight ship that you guys are running over there. Yeah, we, we try to do that. I mean, my team, I don't know if you guys saw on LinkedIn the other day, but my team since February, we brought on two new applications between Freshworks and Intercom to do some help desk ticketing and some online support. And we have answered over 7,400 inquiries since February. And so we are super busy all the time and really just trying to enhance that carrier experience and get their payments and give them that control back to them in the transportation industry. Mm, But I hope not too busy to bang your cowbell. We are never too busy to bang the cowbell. Together with me now. (laughs) All right. Well, I've got mine right here. So whenever you're ready. All right, I'm going. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Whoa, you guys have a beat going on. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, on behalf of, I mean, I know that there's a lot of carriers out there. There's a lot of drivers listening who are probably Mm -hmm. banging their metaphoric, uh, figurative or little literal uh, cowbells right now with us. that horn chat. Because you are helping make their lives more efficient and uh, you're just helping them level up. And, uh, you know, I mean, if they're doing as well with Triumph Pay, as you you just did in running the gauntlet of our difficult questions in five minutes, well, I'm sure it's just a good thing. Yeah, well, that's why I try face here is to make the carriers and brokers' lives, um, you know, just a little bit easier. Brokers, too. That's right. Brokers. Don't get broke. Mm-hmm. Get a broker. <clears throat> well, that's right. <laughs> 
That is fantastic. You did it. Congratulations yeah. in just under five minutes. Ooh. Kate, man, you just well, keep on winning the awards, don't you? Oh, wow. Well, what, so what's the award I won this time? Well, Am I going to expect a new gift? Do we, well, need, we, might need, uh, we might need some of what the truck, some of these. <laughs> We've, uh, we do have some uh, double extra large T-shirts. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't want to you insult you by sending you one of those. But, um, we'll always take a t-shirt. Like we a nightshirt, nightgown? Yeah, it could be like a nightgown. Yeah, uh, until we get some more. We need to re-up on some of our swag, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> and when we do, you're first in line, Kate. Do-do. Hey, All thank right. you for sponsoring us this month. You are a great partner to uh, to not just Freightways, yes. but to what? The truck. Yep. Of course. Yeah, anytime I get a chance to listen to you guys, you know, and share about what you guys are doing, I'm you know, happy to do it. You guys are doing a great job. Nice. Look Thanks, out for us on uh, look out for us on YouTube pretty soon too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yes, we've got the right. we've got a camera in studio going with the video too. <laughs> yeah, a robot camera. That'll be great to see. Congratulations, you two. Yeah. Now we have to, I don't know, like comb our hair or something. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you might. You might have to trim the beard up a little bit, but yep. you'll be all right. But remember, just be you. That's what right. made the show successful. You be you, Dune. I'll do it. All right. Well, hey, thanks again, Kate. Great to touch base with you. Let's do this again before long. Bye, All right. You all take care. Bye, Thank you both Kate. so much. Thanks, y'all. All right. Call and response. No wonder she won. You yeah, can just see. You I can know. tell. We're a team. All right, take it easy, Kate. Thank you very much. Earnings over under. Hello. Hey, come on board. The crazy train. Yo. Yeah. Oh, did you bring it with you? Oh, it's in your pocketbook. <laughs> Holy cow. Could you close the door behind you? Spirit of what the drug Mariah Baker. Here with her. Bringing. Wow. She's armed beer. and dangerous. That is right. What is that? It's a can of now Natty Light. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no. But grapefruit. Pink natural See, light. It's yeah. It's called a Natter Day. This is it, people. <laughs> all right. So, well, all right. Here it I is. guess crank it open. If I win, if I win, I, I oh, don't if you win, no, no, I don't know. Go ahead and I crank this. Might be your. Open. Th- I think time. this might be your first appearance on here. So a little cowbell for that. Cowbell for Mariah. We also, have a, we also have harmonica in here too. Maybe a little bit it's of that too. Did you bring your harmonica? I almost did. I start. I played it a little last night, and I was like, I got to show you. Well, that's like the sad harmonica. That that, is, that's, that's for you not having your harmonica. No, oh, okay. You get the sad. I'll one. bring it next time. All right, man. So uh, you lost last time. You had a four. He had a four game winning streak going on. Okay. He was just. He was impossible to beat, or either, or very lucky. Yeah. But we'll see how good of a host he makes. Okay. Right okay. Now, okay right. Over under. Boy, I've got. I think these are some fun ones. Okay. We've got five. So there's going to be a tiebreaker. Well, the fi- fifth one is is either bonus points sure. or the tiebreaker. Um, I, I think that since I was the host, I think I, I ladies first. Okay. So I get okay. to designate. Okay, ready? Here we go. Ready or so not, here we go. So we're just saying over or under. Correct. Yeah, it's either Love more it. or less. And then you, you might you might want to opine a little bit on your on your sure. thing quickly on why you, you reasoned why you picked yours. But you have to okay. wait till the other person goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of. So this is about Lyft. Have you heard about this company, Lyft? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, heard a thing or two. Following Uber's Thursday Q1 report and call, mm-hmm. Uber shares are up only slightly, but Lyft shares have gone up more than that. Okay, Lyft shares have gone up over nine percent. Over or under nine percent? I think under. 
Under. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. I'm gonna, I'm I'm going over because I think your language, I think your language uh. betrayed you, <laughs> and I think you almost may have misread that question. Uh. Um, and I think you put wow, the answer. Wow, even correct. I think me. you may have put the answer within that question. I'm using a little okay. bit of mentalism here. Okay. And uh, uh-huh. I, I'm going with uh, with that. Okay. With oh, with over. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I have to fail wow. one myself, or am I right? <laughs> and Dooner, oh. you are wrong. We have a failure. You don't have to Very nice. Oh. Very right. nice, well, Mariah. Shares are up over 5% following Uber's Mm. Thursday Q1 reporting call, but Uber's shares are up only slightly. Boy, I mentally outwitted you. Why would someone open up like... Many of the key numbers... Why would someone open up a Lyft over like the Uber app? I opened Uber because I always had it first, but like, is there a reason you'd open Uber over Lyft? Do like people like play the market between the two? I've never that been I in a situation answer. where I've had both on my phone at the same time. Oh, yeah. okay. So I don't know. I've only oh, used right. Uber. I have they, to admit, they fight so or far. something. I, maybe yeah, I'll just use fight. Lyft. Can't uh, have in the same room. No. <laughs> they don't, same phone. They don't Many of the key fair. numbers shared in Uber's first earnings report as a public company were in line with the guidance the ride-hailing leader issued in its IPO filing, and most of the others also meshed with expectations. However, Lyft was, you know, getting overwhelmingly, you know, the majority of its revenue. All right, next one, Navistar. Mm-hmm. Did, oh, I get to go first. Did, <laughs> no, uh, oh, yeah, you yeah. go first this time. Did the adjusted net income Navistar. of Navistar yes. increase more or less than 56% mm. year over year? You know what? I'm going to say positive. Wait a second. Was I right? Didn't I say over and it was up 5 Oh, you said 9%, but it was yes. only up 5%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. How much did you say here? Is it, okay, is up. it? Is it more or less, over or under, 56% year over year? I'm going to go. You're kind of a negative human being, so I'm going to go under. Oh. Okay. Over it is. Okay. (laughs) And it is over. Oh, my God. All right. Well, she got it right. (laughs) On its uh, earnings call, Navistar walked through its earnings (laughs) outperformance and provided some highlights uh, on the business and its increased guidance. The medium and heavy-duty truck manufacturer reported that Adjusted net income increased 57% year-over-year to $105 million. All right, let's pass the mic nice, to her. Nice. She gets to go first. So Two I'm steal her to nothing. <laughs> Not over yet. Okay, 10. Last year, 10 Limited, one of the largest publicly traded owners of tanker over tonnage, <laughs> lost $11.9 million in the first quarter of 2018. If you're following that. This year... They reported greater losses. Greater losses. Okay. Over or under? Then. Then eleven point nine. Yes. Were their losses greater than eleven point nine? So were they were they over those losses? Mm-hmm. More losses or less losses? Mm-hmm. I guess you could think about it that way too. Okay, we'll say less losses. Less losses. Okay. Uh, no, I mean it's obviously more losses on the on the sea. They don't know how to make money anymore. You know they really got to. They got really got a real thing. Three to nothing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they actually they actually profited eleven point two million in the first oh, wow. quarter of twenty. I think I'm mathematically eliminated. So I guess we're just playing for fun now. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, they um they they exceeded expectations All there. Right. Nice. Old Dominion, LTL Old Dominion reported. You know what's Old Dominion? What's getting old is losing. <laughs> and they reported an increase of 3.2% uh, in their intra quarter update on tonnage and revenue. Uh, over 3.2% or under? It's obviously 3. over. It is? <laughs> yeah. 
Obviously, no, no reasoning why. Okay, under. Uh, it is over. Yeah, yeah. It was four point two. I won't get shot out, even though I'm mathematic. Can you make this one worth five points? Uh, I'm sorry, I can't. Well, we don't really need the bonus tiebreaker. I know. But we want to hear it. I want okay. to hear it anyway. We Amazon, need the other question. <laughs> this is kind of old news. That's why it could be bonus okay. if you were up to date on this. Amazon right. has been one of the best performing tech stocks this year, mm. up 38% in 2019, and it's currently the third most valuable company in the world behind Microsoft and Apple. Wow. Did, was, it, was it under or over 38% in 2019? Oh, I believe that's her, right? Over. Over. Mm-hmm. Feeling, feeling generous. Feeling. It, you know, I think I'm already going to play the fail horn for her because it's definitely under. Yeah, oh, see, look at that. I think I just got extra points. Look at that. I called my shot. That was like a damn rude. It was 28%. You know what? I'm very excited that I'll be back to hosting this game uh, <laughs> on next week's Back Audition because I really like the hosting chair. Nice think, job, yeah. Ryan. I think you have a Baker. plug for us before you leave and head off to the weekend, right? I do. What yeah. would that be? We're really excited about Brightwave's. Live in Chicago. I know we've talked about it maybe a little bit. We had our rebrand last week. Was called was Market Waves. Former the artist formerly known as Market Waves Waves and Transparency are now Freightways Live. So we've got a promo, and if you use promo code FWLive all caps, you get a hundred dollars off of your ticket through Monday night. Wow. Yep. That is a bonus. If you're listening right now, you can save. And the code one more time, Mariah? It's F-W-LIVE, all caps. F-W-L-I-V-E. Is the code. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. You Congratulations for on yeah, defeating fantastic. me. I'll take my winning. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great that they will now have Freightwaves live. On the Radar. Presented by Sonar. Here comes Zach Strickland for On the Radar with us. Oh He's wow! Got a beer too. He's putting the cans yeah. on. Oh, so she had she had the Natty Light. She had a strawberry blonde. I didn't even know Natty Light went that into like that sort of craft flavored brewing. Like, <laughs> uh, what do you, what do you got going on? Good looking. I uh, went over and got a little open the hop hatch while I was waiting. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, keep you waiting. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, yeah. we're right on time. Are, I think. Yeah. Now we're like a Swiss clock. Something like that. Yeah. No <laughs> timing. You do. It is impressive the ship that you're running right yeah. now. Like well, we're live. We're yeah, live yeah. right now. We're man. on we Mevo. There's no turning yeah. back from what you say. <laughs> All right. All right. So yeah. So Tim uh, Mevo right there. You see him? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, t- talk to us, baby. What, yeah, what, yeah, what, what's what, going what, on? What are shippers? What are we, yeah. Yeah. What are shippers need to look out for? What do carriers need to look out for as they head into the weekend on our back haul edition of what the truck? Oh man, the shippers have had a week more than likely, as well as brokers. Yeah. Uh, I think DOT week took a lot of people off guard this year. Uh, we Was watched, that the road check? Yeah, the road check uh, where, you know, typically you got three days where they're doing all these, they're doing more inspections than normal, but actually the statistics support that they are putting less people out of service. Yeah. So it's not like they're, you're seeing an increasing amount of violations, but you are seeing an increasing amount of inspections, which for a lot of the carriers and drivers out there that have been running over the road and not getting as many, as much volume as they had in years in the year past, uh, that's a big hindrance to them utilizing their trucks during the hours of service. So that, that's a yeah, that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Do so, we know how many violations are happened during these road checks? What ha- what happened to the last one? I know on the message boards that I was reading on like Facebook and stuff, a lot of the drivers were complaining about this, and some of them were like, "Well, good." Some of these drivers are, are reckless, and other ones were like, "Well, it's just needlessly it slows everyone down because time's money for the driver." So I imagine most. 
don't want to be stopped at an inspection. And like, you know, there's yeah. a lot of rebels around here. If you get stopped by a cop and you haven't done anything, you know, you get a little chip on your shoulder. About, at least I know I do. Right? No, no, it's 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 problematic, dude. I mean, <laughs> nobody wants to get pulled over. How often are you getting pulled over? Uh, <laughs> you know, I haven't had a ticket since I was 18. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, nice. so you're just getting all charged up about much to do about nothing there. I don't know. I just was just, my, I was caught, I, I like the Mevo and I had you on like the autopilot lock and I was just staring you down with intensity. <laughs> um, I think in Tennessee, they, they have the sales tax that cranked up real high, so... Yeah, they don't enforce. They don't like to have the speed traps as yeah. much as I they put know. a lot of boots on cars around here, though. Yeah, the parking oh, yeah. Yeah. boots before the parking That's... is serious. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> take that really serious. <laughs> they, they, they run a tight ship on yeah. that. Uh, what index are you talking about when you're talking about what, how we track those so, violations? So we 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 actually have a lot of the FMCSA data. Yeah. Uh, so they obviously are the government entity that res- like that is responsible for violations and the safety of you know trucking across the country okay. and but at the same time the thing that the reason i know that it's had an impact is because i've been watching the tender rejections go up so our our famous outbound tender rejection index oh yes has mm. actually had a nice big spike here <laughs> towards the middle of the week which is i'm, I'm gonna admit it took me off guard i did not think because volumes have been low. It hasn't been that dynamic of a market over the last couple of weeks. Right. Coming out of Memorial Day, volumes shot up. But tender rejections didn't shoot up. They actually recovered. Love me, tender. Um, and so it didn't make any sense to me that tender rejections would go up after we already had this big volume yeah. spike come out of nowhere. So, I, uh, you know, the only thing that makes sense is this DOT week situation where a lot of carriers shut down. And we know that from some of our data, uh, the ELD data, for instance, that you know, there's a large percentage of trucks that come offline during this period. They take vacations, lines up with Memorial Day, so okay. it's, an easy, it's an easy time yeah. to shut down. And it's like when you know you have a long week. So for them, it's like when you know you have a long weekend. Sometimes you'll be like, "Oh, I'll just take the entire yeah. week off because yeah, it's going to be a slow week. You're going to yeah, you're bored at your desk no, and or it, whatever." It's, it's actually fascinating this time because last year is the same thing happened, but nobody really paid that much attention to it because capacity was already tight. Yeah. So it was buried inside of this natural tightness that was happening this year it's sticking out like a sore thumb okay uh-huh. what else you, what else you got uh that's that's really the story of the week yeah. for me that, i mean that's the story of the week what, to me what's what, before we move past you know what my story of the week or our story of the week your story of the week is on freight waves insiders if you go on apple Podcasts, right. spotify google play stitcher everywhere podcasts are heard around the world this man, the Sultan of Sonar, is the first guest on Freightwaves Insiders. It's a very insightful tale about his lens and how he views the financial market and how it informs Sonar in this data that he's telling you about. Highly recommend to listen. And then uh, Patrick Duffy will be on President of Beta or Bitta. He'll you're, be on you're, a, you're a data you're a data nerd hiding inside yeah. a Swiss Army knife. You've been coming oh, wow. at data very nerds per- really hard over the past yeah. couple of days. Oh, it's all respect. I'm, yeah. okay, I'm okay well, with it. I take right. it as a compliment. It's a badge, <laughs> of, it's a badge of honor. Yeah. It's kind of like if you call like a jack dude like a meathead. They're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. right, I would. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what about you? What do you mean, Well, you do Freightways Now. Freightways Now is on YouTube. You go subscribe on it on uh, what's it called our YouTube channel. Just look up Freightways. And then you know what you do, though? Don't you subscribe. What do they do? They smash that bell because it'll give you a notification every time a new video is put up. That is right. We're, uh, we're, in, we're improving flow. We're segmenting the show. Uh, titling it, you know, just like leveling up so it's clearer. You can find things on YouTube, which you might not know. YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. 
right yeah, behind you. that. I mean, because what else would there be? Like, bang? Who bangs? Oh, man. No, my, my, yeah. my kids wear out YouTube. They don't oh, even... Yeah. I thought like, you said your kids bang. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, my kid does too. My, my, oh, yeah. I have a four-year-old yeah. and a two-year-old, and they don't really care about movies. They don't mm-hmm. care about network TV. They don't care about any of that stuff. They will just sit there and watch. Like, my kid, he's four years old. He watches videos on, like, the Mariana Trench, on, on the Megadalon Shark, on Titanic. Yep. Uh, and wow. it's just like pretty high level stuff on these things. And and kids are sponges, man. People, I think adults sometimes make the mistake of like sort of talking down to kids a little too much because they can take in oh, yeah. so much. They yeah. retain so much more than I want them to. I, too much. <laughs> yeah. They're like this Mego just watching yeah. you yeah. all time. Yeah. They're like the elf on the shelf. Yeah. No, my son will, will repeat something I said like two weeks ago that yeah. I didn't really know he was listening to. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like you regret. <laughs> That's what I tell my wife sometimes. Like, I, she should, like, sh- I'll be watching TV and she'll. Be like, oh, we're gonna go to my parents' house over the lake over the weekend, and I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, and then she'll she'll come back at me with it like that Friday, like why haven't you packed? And I I, I think I should like you should have to fill out a captcha whenever your kids ask for like permission or or your, or your wife. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. very nice. Well, we were listening attentively. Thanks for the on the radar. Yeah segment bringing it hot and also you're going to be on the radio show tomorrow sirius right. xm freight waves radio from three to five you know what it sounds like eastern time sounds like he made it rain in here fast paced forecast arms blown in look at the cat dragged in you know what now that you're the on junior meteorologist so, and now yeah look out for him but you know what a little a little sad harmonica for you know what, you know what you need a little sad harmonica for. Flooding down in Texas. Oh, that was terrible. Uh, no, the fact that he's not wearing his awesome jacket he had oh, last week. That oh, that is. He's finally on video and he's not even wearing his. Coat. But oh, he's well branded, yeah. wearing the freight waves, great the Perry Ellis pullover. That's right, marketing baby. Wait a second, should we, <laughs> we should explain this really quick. So we we are um so we're doing a dress rehearsal on this podcast. So we are doing this one. We're trying to go as live as possible because we will be on video. I don't think this this particular episode is actually going to go out. So we've referenced video. If you go and look for it, <laughs> you're probably not going to find this week's. Right. What we're doing today though is we're sort of Test testing. It. Yeah, we're testing all the equipment. We're trying to do this no cuts. We're trying to do this raw, uncooked. Uh, you know, we're trying to. What do you get if you don't cook meat? Salmonella. Oh, E. coli, oh, E. coli, it, it, it tapeworm, yeah. yeah, something bad. Yeah, it depends. Salmonella and chicken. I think it's yeah. something else in beef. What do you get? Oh, trichinosis from pigs. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's like when you get worms inside of you. But that's different than tryptophan from turkey. Oh, that's when you just go to sleep. Yeah, I'd rather do that than get worms. <laughs> that sounds too. more pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch Hurricane Heist last night? No. Oh, okay. I I, I did not. But after your review, I don't know if I will. Yeah, this is okay. It's a great poster, though, right? With the, it's got a hurricane oh, yeah. and two semi trucks just just driving through. <laughs> well, you are here to talk to us about two big weather events of the week, and one I think is emerging, huh? Well, what, what talk to us? Uh, what, what's happening for for the for our yeah. listeners? For the talk to me, goose. I mean, they're they're really kind of ongoing events, and it's all about flooding. There's been. It's been going on for months in some areas and yeah. in recent weeks in others, particularly along the Arkansas River. So places like Little Rock and Tulsa, things like that. The immediate effect is that there are interstates closed. Ooh. So. Yeah. Where's that? So trucks, yeah, which trucks will not be able to travel. I'm glad you asked that. Yeah. It's interstate. <laughs> Relevant information <laughs> to your story. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get a little more specific. I-29. Okay. Interstate 29. Where is that? Well, it. The part that's closed is from St. Joseph, Missouri. That's yeah. in northwestern well, that's Missouri. That's the important part, right? Okay. <laughs> the non-closed <laughs> part right. is a little, like, not important. Well, I, I don't remember, like, the whole stretch of I-29, yeah. like, exactly 
where it goes from where to where, yes. like the beginning and end point. You're a meteorologist, not a geographer. Um, so that I don't remember. Okay. But I can look that up for you. But from St. Joseph, Missouri, northwestern Missouri, all the way up into uh, Iowa, right around, it's right near a town called Pacific Junction, Iowa. It's near US 34. That whole stretch, do you have any any idea how long of a stretch that might be? No, but you know In what? miles. I'm, I am going to take a guess. Go, is it miles. over or under 300 miles? Over under. Or un- under. under. Okay, yes. and, no, I'm going to say it's, it's 86 miles. No, you're, I know. You're, you're closer. 112. You're, you're, I'm going to say. You're, you're close either way, but one, your first oh. one was under, your second one was a little over. Okay, I'm going to say. All right, I'm going to do my third guess and I'm out. No, I'm at that. I know. I'm at 102. You're getting even closer. You're even closer. I, I just price is right at you. It's exactly. It's Wait, 100. You price is right at it's 100 miles. 100, yeah. 100 miles. Okay. It's 100 miles yeah. on the nose. So, St. Joseph, wow. Missouri to. Was that intentional? No, it just turned okay. out that way. All right. Isn't that weird? Yeah. A little bit. Um, nice coincidence. But a hundred mile stretch is big. I mean, it's closed in both directions, so no trucks. Right. No vehicles yeah. of any kind, but especially no trucks. For the four or five trucks that would be driving that stretch. Well, yeah, way. not one of the biggest freight markets up in that area, but I'm just kidding. You know. No, it's good to know. But um, people have been asking, I mean, and been wanting that to be mentioned. So obviously there are some trucks that normally would be on that route. Uh, maybe just regional runs, who knows? But um but there are other parts. There's another section of I-29 that's closed, a smaller section uh, north of that. But uh, an Interstate 680, part of that, which is actually a bridge, it's called the Mormon Bridge. And okay. it, it runs from Interstate 29 in Iowa over towards the Nebraska line, which is where the Missouri River is. So, And that's only about a three-mile stretch, but it's a bridge. So, mm. again, oh yeah, it's closed How in both lanes? directions. Like, like two-lane bridge? I think so. Yeah. yeah. But anyway— um, so, you know, I lost my way on a two-lane <laughs> highway. Is that a real Beautiful. song? I just made it up. <laughs> I like that. Good. Yeah. Is that the key of C, I think? Was it? I don't know. I like your, See? I like your improv, your improv skills. Yes. They're very impressive. Yes, and they are good, <laughs> I guess. Hey, what happens if a tornado? No, oh wait. So you mentioned two <laughs> things that like really triggered my ADD. For one, yeah, you mentioned that? Iowa. Iowa right. is where we just got some die-cast trucks from, right? Oh, That's cool. right. The edge logistics yeah. were made not in China, in but Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, that die, this, okay. the, someone from that diecast company may be coming on the show <laughs> to sort of tell us how they go about manufacturing those trucks. That I, the, to me, that's super interesting, especially here because we are we're surrounded by diecast trucks. Yeah, which you could see on our Mevo, but um, we may not be releasing this. But yeah, it, it will be. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's uh, it's uh, exciting stuff. I have no yeah. idea what I'm talking about. Well, it's like a tornado um, of of trucks surrounding. Yes. Us. And on the cover a of vortex, if Hurri- you will. yeah, and on the cover of Hurricane Heist, there is two trucks, two semi trucks driving, and the giant tornado. So my question for you is, what is the power of a tornado, and like, what do they mean by the the F scales in a tornado, and how, like, what F would pick up a semi truck and throw it? Um, what? Let's see, pro- Over like F five, F three, three point five. Actually, actually, pick up and. Th- to throw a pickup truck like up in the air. Oh no, a semi truck no, or a semi truck. Yeah. I mean, oh, uh, I meant to say pick up a semi truck, a like semi trailer yeah. is what I meant. Mm. Um, I'd say it would have to be F three or over. Oh, okay. I think or over. Just most over. most likely, yeah. Okay. Right. I, I think it, I think it. They're powerful tornado, things. They're very powerful. Even a weak tornado can do a lot of damage. And uh, here's the deal. I mean, it, if you if you if there's a tornado warning and you're driving down the road and you, you know, you get the alert on your phone or you see it in the distance. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's this is what you need to do if you, you know, don't want to possibly get hurt or die. And I'm being serious about this. Okay. Okay. 
All right. Well, if you sound serious, <laughs> pull over. If if you can't this is get not a laughing you, matter. If you can't get into a sturdy building somewhere, mm. just pull over to the side of the road and get as low as you can in a ditch or yeah. somewhere off the side yeah. of the road. You're pretty. Your counterpart already not, told. Your not your counterpart under, already told us about this. So I have a really? question for you. I now okay. we're going to turn the tables back on you. You Whoa. don't take over the show. We do. And know what I got to say to you? <laughs> what do you do in a hailstorm? What's the one thing you shouldn't do in a hailstorm? In a hailstorm, don't yeah. stand outside. No, Get inside. Well, I mean, when you're driving a car, what shouldn't you do? Because Chad and I would have died in a hailstorm. What shouldn't you do? We failed this if you're driving miserably. through a hailstorm. Oh, you yeah. should not. Can I answer? Yeah. No, no. I want to see if you know. He uh, probably doesn't. Besides, know. Yeah, don't, don't get answer. out of the car. No, right. I mean, I don't. Yeah, you've already failed. So, sorry. Yeah, hold on. Thanks for playing. I'm not sure what you're going you're for. Not supposed to. <laughs> you are not supposed to stay under a tunnel. Yeah, you oh, just stop I the mean, tunnel. or a bridge, a bridge, yeah. well, a bridge. Actually, you, I was about to comment under, on that during a tornado, tunnel, yeah. right? Because yeah. it was dark. Well, I, I'm thinking of a bridge. You're not supposed to go under the bridge. You're not supposed to be under an overpass. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. now you now you're acting like. Well, you know. he's thinking tornado. <laughs> We're really off the rails here. Yeah, I thought this was a fast pace for. <laughs> yeah, a little faster, Spe- snappier. Speaking of rails, what? Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that was a nice segue. This is a segue into maybe what I was going to talk about next. Freight train. If that's okay. Yes. Um, So, yeah, because there are still rails that are closed, BNSF and Union Pacific, because of flooding. It's all about flooding. That's what's causing really all the problems in recent weeks and months as far as um, transportation and freight movement. So uh, they still have a lot of subdivisions and tracks that are out of service and um, barges, which are full of grains and other agricultural products. We don't need stinking barges. We don't need stinking. Well, that's I'm just, it's just, I know. This is a reference. See, Treasure of Sierra Madre. Yeah. Oh, Blazing Saddles. Well, that too. <laughs> but they took it from Treasure on the Sierra Madre. All right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's like a Russian nesting doll of movie references. <laughs> but um, anyway, so barges are being basically held and just at a standstill at Port of St. Louis and Port of Little Rock because of flooding. Nice. And these have a lot of grains and other agricultural products on them, soybeans uh, and corn mostly. Nice thing. So uh, how can people, you post a lot of great content on Twitter. How right. can our listeners find you? Well, they can find me. Freight Weather is my Twitter handle. Yep, at Freight Weather. The F and the W are capitalized. Yes. And go to the um, new and improved Freightways.com. You can see all of Nick's yeah. uh, weather reports and writing. And also watch Freightways now. And like I said... Subscribe to the channel and smash that notification bell. Nikki, thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Great to you have bet. you on, Nick. Thanks a lot. Thank All right. You, thank you. All right. We're, we're live. For that snail's pace for <laughs> the snail's pace for guys. <laughs> All right, sir. Can All you right. Yeah, see yourself out? <laughs> thank you, you, sir. You can keep that open, can you? No, no. Close oh, the door, please. Thank you very much. All right. All right so I don't know, Chad. So this has been... um. This has been our first sort of live event, right? Or the dress rehearsal for a live event. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I, I guess we've kind of sub-announced it. So I guess coming up, do you think we'll be ready based on today? Do you think we'll be ready for primetime next week? Well, you know what I say. What? Ready or not, here we come. Ready so or not, here we come. Yeah. We're going to find you. Man, the weekend's coming up. Yeah. What do you got planned? What's on the, what's on the docket for you? Well, I'm going to continue to celebrate National Donut Day all weekend. What? So, what? What's your favorite donut? Um, I, I, you know, it depends on the mood I'm in. Do you like like a Crella? Like, just dip it in the coffee and take a bite out I of it. I do like to do that. So, yeah. when I do that, I like an apple fritter. Oh, I like something with a little wow. substance that kind of yeah. holds together with the coffee. Okay, but you know, sometimes I want the cream filled. Sometimes I want the, yeah. the jelly filled. 
sometimes I, I I don't mind it if it's just kind of glazed. Yeah. Sometimes I want the chocolate. You know, it's it's I'm an equal opportunity donut eater. Yeah, well, we are working for the weekend because we have Freightways Radio, which you host right. with uh, John Kingston. Yep. I'll be turning some, twisting some knobs and turning the dials, and we'll be uh, shooting the S in the uh, in the background. Who's going to be a guest on this week? Did anyone to announce? One of the cool guys that, uh, one of the really interesting guys I'm looking forward to interviewing is Tiago Olsen, mm. a guy who has done a lot. He he invented in high school a nuclear reactor. Whoa. And so and he and so he got into like what was that been, movie my science project he, he's been doing some stuff from a very early age and he's only in his mid thirties but uh, he's the CEO of Engage Ventures wow. one of our early investors yeah. at Freight Waves really interesting guy I get to talk with for about thirty minutes on Freight Waves Radio tomorrow from three to five Eastern time on Channel One Forty Six Sirius XM can you ask him a question for me. Yes. Do you take regrets? So I want to know what his parents said when they found out he was making a nuclear reactor in their house. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's a good question. What would you say? So how old is your son? What what, um, your son's six? You have a sixteen-year-old, right? I do. Yeah. What would you do if you came home and found out, like you just learned right now, that he's like, so dad, the reason I've been in the shed all along is because I've been (laughs) building a uh, a nuclear reactor. Yeah, I you know I get I think I would be proud, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean. because I'd be like, wow, that's a lot better than, you know, playing Witcher 3 all day. Oh, you know, or what? Yeah. Like a is lot that game more. good? Uh, actually, it really is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. kind of like a, that's like a giant choose-your-own-adventure, right? But it's a video game. Yeah. They call it's, it open it's world. An, it's, it is very impressive. I played wow. it for a while until, but it's like because of that, that sandbox type of playing, you know? Like, well, yeah, so like I was only like a level like seven like character and I ran into a pack of level twenty seven dwarves. Oh my god. And I couldn't get out. The world's I just got, I just I just I was like, how did this happen? I thought I was kinda I was doing a narrative yeah. here and it, but I'm like stuck in this in this fight that I just I keep losing. I can't, I yeah. can't get out of. You know, like when you're and so my, you, my son slapped his head and he was like, Dad, you're fighting level twenty seven dwarves. You write those choose your own adventure books. When I was a kid, like with those if people are familiar, you know, at the bottom of a page it'll, it'll give you a decision and you have sort of a decision tree. And if you go the right way, you get a path. But sometimes you would totally screw up. And I remember being on road trips and you'd go and then it'd be like and then the giant bird grabbed you and dropped you off the side of a cliff right. at the end. And when you got to those pages, you would always like because you could see like the page was just too short. So at the end of the bottom, you just kind of like like, all right, I guess I'm going to page 38 instead of 176. Yeah, it was easier to keep. Yeah, um, and I have written a lot of choose-your-own-adventures now, and they're really fun, and you can level up in a lot of different ways. But we're not here to talk about these. We are here to talk about freight. We are hoping you have a fantastic freight weekend. And, uh, you know, keep on telling. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us what you're doing. Mission. You can find Chad at, at Chad Prevost on the Twitter. You can find me at Timothy Dooner. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere. Pockets are around the world. And let us know if you want to do some brainstorming things of this song. Crawl Flight. Wait, were you going to be yelling in your own voice there? <laughs> we learn a little something. We do, and you'll lie the rest of the Yeah. Then bring your little drama all the way to the weekend, everybody. Wow, you sounded like Sammy Hagar. Things still streaming? Probably. We should just keep the Mevo streaming forever.